KBTC, a viewer-supported community service of Bates Technical College. From KBTC Public Television Studios in Tacoma, Washington, it's the Northwest Now podcast. Each week, we take a closer look at the people and issues that affect all of us here in Western Washington. So sit back, relax, and join the conversation with your host, Tom Lason. You might be surprised to learn that 35 to 45,000 non-U.S. citizens serve in the United States military. It makes them eligible to apply for U.S. citizenship, but it's no guarantee. Just a minor infraction could result in deportation. That's the subject of Tacoma filmmaker Rob Young's film, Bring Them Home. And that's the discussion tonight on Northwest Now. Rob Walker grew up in Tacoma and got interested in the plight of deported veterans after producing a music video with Romanian rapper Dre Ross. One thing to note, many of the deported veterans at the center of this discussion end up getting deported for relatively minor offenses like writing a bad check, driving an unexpired license, or marijuana possession. The same sometimes knuckleheaded moves a lot of young veterans make, but who are citizens? So, non-citizen veterans are on a short leash, and their service doesn't help them in court like you might think it would. The very idea of a deported veteran brings up a complex discussion about what it means to be an American, patriotism, loyalty, the rule of law, and our views of immigrants. Joining us now are film producer Rob Young and Jose Tinajaro, a recently repatriated Vietnam-era veteran. Welcome both of you to Northwest Now. Great to have a discussion about your film and this issue that surrounds the film that I think a lot of people will be surprised to hear about, that so many veterans who have served honorably have, have been de de uh, deported. We'll talk about that in a moment. But Rob, first talk to me a little bit about where you grew up and how you came up in the industry and um, how did this film come about? Yeah, so I am um, born and raised in Tacoma, Washington, Stadium High School. Um, uh, proud of it, you know. Um, father, a motivational speaker and a poet. Mom worked in the educational system. She was the director of Mesa uh, for Tacoma. Uh, so definitely had that foundation of, you know, artistry and then giving back and, and being involved in the community. Um, very quickly took to doing poetry and being a performer myself, um, which is actually how all of this came about. Um, Poetry turned into a love and a passion for music and doing hip hop um, and did that for a large part of my life. Um, and while creating a song called Excuse My Accent, which now has turned into a nonprofit, um, I came across the story of Hector Brajas, who's a deported veteran. I was just really just working in my flow of creativity, just thinking about uh, that that come from of xenophobia and battling xenophobia and, you know, and, and started going down this wormhole of immigration and, the, and what that is like, because um, I'm not an immigrant. Yeah. And, um, and I found the story, uh, I saw the two words together, deported veteran, and I just couldn't believe it was true. I was Light like, bulb. Yeah. I, honestly, I just, there's no possible way I had to be a typo. The more I dug, uh, the more I realized it is true, and I reached out to Hector Brajas at the Deported Veteran Support House, asked him to be, make a cameo in the music video, uh, excuse my accent, go check it out, shameless plug. Uh, it's an amazing music video. And um, he came down, we heard his story, him and Kevin Martinez, 
Uh, and honestly, from there is how can I contribute? Um, the first thing that I thought about was, well, let's let's do a documentary. Um, and with the executive producer Dre Ross, uh, we had an amazing crew. You know, Rika Boomgarden, Tamar J, yeah. David, all coming together as a collective to get it going. So, Jose, talk a little bit about your backstory, um, uh, being a veteran, and uh, how it is you came to be deported after your service. Well. Uh, <clears throat> I ran in trouble with the law, and you know, and I served my time, and then here in Walla Walla, and I, being a veteran, first of all, I consider this my country. You know, I was racing since I was nine years old. In '69, I came here legally, and after my sentence, I came to Seattle Immigration Detention. And everybody told me, they're going to deport you anyway, blah, blah. And, and I said, no, man, I, I'm a veteran. I mean, I got something for me. That I, how can you say, I mean, some ties to the community, some, something that's going to back me up. I mean, I give service. And if I was called upon to go to combat or lay my life down, I would have for my country, you know, what I consider to be my country. So after a year in detention, I believed in the cause. So I stayed as long as it took. In the end, I got deported. And how and long were you deported? 25 years. Wow, wow. And Rob, are people surprised to hear about this story that, that, that veterans can serve? And, and yes, they end up running afoul of the law, but we're not talking about major offenses here, right? We're talking about fairly minor things, expired plates, or uh, just the, you know, what I call stuff, stuff, not major felonies. Talk a little bit about that, and what do people, how do people react when they hear it? Um, I mean, I've, I've spoken to veterans, uh, people actively in the military and didn't know this is going on. Um, I've actually spoken to military recruiters who told me I was lying. And I said, no, no, I did a documentary on yeah, it. Right. Uh, but they, they actually got upset uh, realizing that they're recruiting and, and there is an American promise that's not being honored because that's something that is promised is citizenship. I mean, the pathway of citizenship has been um, uh, something that's been promised to non-citizens since the Revolutionary War. Um, this is as American as American gets. If you're willing to actively lay your life down for this country, then you are an American. There's nothing more American than being willing to die for that country and that flag. One of the stories that really stuck out, a, a, a guy who was a, a veteran um, got dinged for missing a court hearing but he missed that court hearing because he was serving overseas. Yes. Uh, that's what got him deported. Um, Jose, in your experience, what kind of crimes are we talking about here? And again, I don't think anybody would support, you know, a major felon, somebody shooting somebody in a liquor store robbery, um, staying. But we're talking about pretty ticky-tacky stuff. What, what's happening out there in your experience with talking with other veterans? What are their stories like? Well, mostly I would like to say that people that are deported, I mean, me, I was bitter. I say, how, this is like a betrayal. Like if you marry somebody and they betray, you cannot trust them again. And people back in Mexico, they would be willing to join the military and fight and pick arms for the United States, even though they went through that. That's how their loyal, loyalty lies. Mm -hmm. That's why I always tell people, <clears throat> being an American citizen is in your heart. It's just the paper makes it official. It's like when you're married and common law wife and and you already got everything. Some right. people get married and they break up. Yeah. You know? So you don't need, I don't know, it's just, it's in your heart. Everything is in your heart. Rob, the, um, 
The military is falling short on its recruiting goals. Just the other day, the Navy announced that they're going to sweep aside high school diploma and GED equivalents um, because they cannot get the people um, to, to sign up and serve. Um, is there, are there any reform efforts? Is there any discussion being had about, hey, with this huge crush we have at the border, um, if people are willing to serve, that should be a very nice pathway to citizenship, I would think. Is, is there any discussion about that, about reforms and what's going on? Well, right now they have the Veteran Service Recognition Act. We actually got to show the film uh, to um, um, Congress uh, members and staffers in the United States Capitol uh, recently uh, in support of the Veteran Service Recognition Act. And that's something that's um, looking to uh, um, create the make the naturalization process seamless. Uh, for non-citizens and then also open up a pathway for deported veterans. Obviously, this there, there, there is a really strong problem with recruitment. So this is an easy fix. I mean, it, it's like I said, it's a, a promise that America has been given. And I mean, think about it. If you're, if you're recruiting and we're having a problem with hitting those numbers and then we're having to deal with the fact that veterans who have enlisted are getting deported, a lot of people don't even know that this is happening. Thinking about how hard it will be to recruit more if this does not get solved. So there are some voices in Congress, there is some movement in Congress that is looking, there was another movement too called Repatriate Our Patriots. Um, is that part of that congressional package? Or? Well, Repatriate Our Patriots is one of the uh, deported veterans organizations that's working really hard, tirelessly, uh, to make sure that there's a pathway for for citizenship. There's also Black Deported Veterans of America, Unified okay. Deported Veterans Support House. There is an active uh, national coalition. Lobbying for this lobbying reform. Lobbying for this. Okay. Uh, people working tirelessly, and I, I didn't name all of them, but um, <laughs> sure. yeah, the, it, it, it's, it's a good amount of people. ACLU has been uh, very helpful. <laughs> The VFW uh, uh, has been uh, starting to come into the fold. And, and honestly, at the end of the day, this is a veterans issue. So having veteran service organizations at the forefront and getting active in this to make sure that, as we say, no man left behind, uh, it rings true. So, Jose, does this whole overlay of it's a veterans issue, but you've got this big controversy with immigration, is that is that kind of hurting, hurting the chances of, of veterans to be... Um, to, to get back to America? Well, it's, uh, uh, believe in the end, um, it's all politics. Mm -hmm. It's all politics. Um, and back in 1996, I don't know if you remember, AEDPA, Anti-Terrorism and Effective Death Penalty Act of 1996. That was the Clinton. That's what triggered, yeah. yeah. That was after the Oklahoma City bombing. And there was domestic terrorists. There was Timothy McVeigh. Right. Somehow they put immigration stuff in there. And the night read of habeas corpus or prisoners, a lot of things they put in there. Back they in the nineties is when this yeah. kind of got rolling. Yeah, that's when it started. Okay. It, it started. The, the immigration law hadn't changed since nineteen the Immigration and Nationality Act of nineteen fifty two. Okay. When it changed, you had ninety days to appeal immigration and then you had two twelve C you could bring to the immigration judge your case. You could your ties to the community, your business, your service to the country, everything. And, and an honorable took, discharge. Yes. A DD-214. And they took yeah. that discretion from the judge. See, they're, okay. they're cutting away with American liberties, not just us, but they're going like that. So it's the same right now. This started 25 years ago, and this keep going. I don't know where it's going to end. And let me add something. When I first... I was one of the first ones to get deported, I believe, and I was very bitter. Mm -hmm. I tried to get... I know you could get pro bono assistance from 
law school. So mm-hmm. I tried Gonzaga Law School, School of Law. I immigration, Seattle immigration. I got tried to learn. Nobody helped me. I tried to go to a um, World Forum, and I don't know where to embarrass the United States because what they're doing to their veterans, you know, that's the only thing I could do. In the end, nobody helped me, and. I came into Hector Baraja's organization just Googling it, because back in 96, we didn't have internet. Yeah. So it came of age. And after that, I met another organization. They referred me to Trent Dang, my lawyer, from the Rysum Migrants, the Migrants, Rysum Migrants Center in Guadalajara. It took her two and a half years to work with me. She did not charge me one cent, and she got me funds to help me, I mean, I can't say enough of uh, yeah. her. And you got it done, but there are so many other thousands that that haven't been able to get it done. And the number, um, Rob, that I've got here is that this, this is 94,000. That's a huge number, 94,000 veterans people have served have been deported. And again, um, you know, the, the I, I know people are shouting at the television, the major felonies we're not talking about here. We're talking about people who have done pretty typical stuff getting sideways a little bit with law enforcement. Um, that's a lot of folks. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a ridiculous amount. And, you know, th- there's so many um, different layers when it comes to this issue of deported veterans. I mean, even one that uh, ICE um, not taking veteran consideration when doing uh, deportation. Yeah, um, it can't be part of the thought process. Yeah, yeah, but that's going against their own policy. Their own policy says that they do take veteran yeah. service at, uh, into consideration when doing deportation, but they just abandon their entire policy. And so um, that number is, is a large amount. And honestly, I say this and I mean this truly, um, doing uh, interviews like this and having media and doing the film, it does way more good than you could possibly think of. There's a lot of deported veterans sprawled out across the world who don't even understand that people are fighting for them to come back. They've lost hope. Mm-hmm. They've given up. They're dying. Um, out there. What countries mostly, are we talking mostly about uh, Mexico, uh, Mexican nationals? No, no, no. This, now this is a, this is a global issue. Okay. Um, you know, uh, right now, uh, Rudy, he's in Germany. Uh, I mean, actually he's in, he's in UK. Uh, he's uh, uh, American German, right? Uh, we have uh, uh, Jamaica, uh, the Caribbean, uh, Peru. Ghana, Peru, Peru Mexico, Canada. Uh, we had a Stephen um, from Kenya. He just got Kenya. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's um, <clears throat> it's it's definitely a, a global issue. It's if you could think of the the melting pot of America. This is this is the make of it. Is we are turning our backs on individuals who fought for this country who in the place that we call the land of immigrants. This is a technical question. I don't want to get too far into the weeds in, but how did those folks originally get into the country to, to enlist for the army or the Marine Corps or the Navy? Um, were they were some of them undocumented and then their documentation status is what gets them well, sent for across? The, for the most part, you have to be a green card holder. So green cards. To be enlisted in, okay. into, the mer- uh, into the military. So that's that's predominantly. So this is all, it, it's, like I said. It's so it wasn't complete. so much like we enlisted you. Oh, but time out. Aha, you're undocumented. You're going back. These folks had green cards. Green cards, okay. given a promise, the process of naturalization wasn't yeah. seamless. Um, and so there's been a lot of veterans who assumed that they had their citizenship, and they don't find out until way later. Um, After it, it, two tours in Iraq or whatever. Two tours in yeah. Iraq. Uh, the <laughs> combat veterans. Yeah. Um, uh, Mauricio Hernandez is a good friend who's actually in the documentary. 
um, uh, you know, combat veteran, 100 uh, percent uh, PTSD, you know. So th these these are people who are really willing to bleed for the country, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, I honestly believe uh, from the deepest core of my body, especially as we're walking ourselves into a very intense, divisive political time. What would it look like if we could all just agree on something that is wrong? This is a bipartisan issue. Yeah. We can agree that this is wrong and this could be solved by both parties. Jose, you had something you wanted to say, I think, about the naturalization well, that, process. When I was recruited, it was led to believe that it was automatically. Once you join this in the military, you become an Sign automatic here. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't, when I went to basic training, that's when reality hit me, you know. I would tell the the real drill sergeant, I, said, well, I was promised this, I was promised that. He, he woke me up. He said, son, do you have it in writing? I said, no, sir. Well, you're messed up. You messed up. Because if you have it in writing, they can respect it. So did you have a green card coming across? Yes. yes. So and then you enlisted. They took your thing. What, it, what crime actually ended up getting you booted? Well, I had, um, I had started using drugs when okay. I was... In the military, and then it got worse, and then, you know, I got involved with drugs, and that's why I got. But like I said, it's I did the, I did I pay my debt to society. Yeah. And, and I believe that in the older days, with before the law changed, they would give you a choice. I remember those days, seventies and stuff. They say, look, you want to go to Mexico? Give me your green card, and you don't even have to serve time. I think that was even a fair deal, because just don't come back. But if we deported everybody in the country that had been popped on a fairly minor drug offense, we, we, <laughs> I-5 would be empty. Exactly. I mean, we'd have no And like I said, it's, so. it's just, I mean, it's love for the country. I mean, it's not that you expect something back, but it's just, I treat you right, you treat me right, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and again, that your contention is that doing that service should weigh in on the consideration. Well, had a little bit of a drug issue, but listen, you know, look, look at what he's done and look at what the potential I, is here. I feel like I was in I due process. Yeah. That's what I feel mm -hmm. like. I mean, I have, I should be, I mean, I defended the Constitution. That same Constitution should afford me the same protection, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's a tough gray area they find themselves in, Rob, not quite citizens, not quite with all the full protections of the Constitution, yet defending the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I mean, it's a it's a weird deal. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy, especially since, uh, you know, a lot of these they, they, they uh, America is their home. You know, I've heard st stories of veterans who uh, get deported to a country that they haven't been to since they were two, three years old. They don't even know that because it that what you would think would be home is foreign to them because this is home. You know. Yeah. And um, it, you know, it it's to me honestly, I, I'm a citizen. My you know my dad was in the Air Force and. My grandfather's in the army, true. But for me, this was really just understanding that I saw something completely, utterly wrong that crawled underneath my skin and made me want to do something about it. And, it, and for this to change, it's definitely going to take uh, a public outcry. It's going to take awareness. It's going to take interviews like this. It's going to take uh, uh, the awareness that this is actually going on. I've spoken to legislators, spoken to uh, Congress members, and they've literally said, we can try to do our hardest to get this done. But the reality of it is, unless we have awareness from the public, yeah. then we're stuck. Uh, 30 seconds, Jose, on what your status is now. Do you... oh, I, I got my citizenship. Right. And 
I'm grateful for that. Do you work in this area for other veterans to try to help, or what's your? Well, what I, you try, up to? I try to work with Rob, and I give back wh where I got some mm -hmm. from the Rysum Center. So every chance I can, I donate to help other veterans. So th their lawyer can help with their legal issues. With their legal issues, yeah, I think yeah. uh, she's doing a great job. And, but she works in a shoestring. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she does. Yes. Rob, where folks, uh, where can folks see this film if they want to learn more? Where do they go? And what's next for you? I actually, I, do, I don't want him to be so humble. Okay. okay. I don't want to be so humble. He's deported. This man has been deported for 25 years. Came back after 25 years of deportation of the country that turned their back on its back on him. Came back in his right now about to start working on his masters actively picked himself off of the ground you know what i mean actively working right now full time you thanks know? for stepping in rob yeah. absolutely because <laughs> i i feel like there there, there definitely needs to be uh, an acknowledgement of yeah of uh, being a part of this society willing to die for it and i remember standing there um uh, uh in in being at his um um uh, naturalization swearing right ceremony. and swearing cer ceremony and when he is actually saying oh, the yeah. words of swearing in it's saying the irony it's saying uh are you willing to pick up arms against foreign enemies yeah that's what this man was willing to do last 30 seconds where can folks see the film and what's next for you Right now, we're wor working on uh, distributing the film. You can definitely go to bringthemhomefilm.com. Okay. Uh, we're going to be releasing it soon, so please sign up. Uh, we're working on part two of Bring Them Home. We're actively looking for people to join us uh, in finding funders and things of that nature. So All right, guys. In. Thanks, both of you, for coming to Northwest Now. Great program. Very interesting to hear about. Thank you. The Biden administration's recent reforms have resulted in fewer than 100 deported veterans being returned to the U.S. And numerous bills in Congress are trying to streamline the process for non-citizen veterans to gain citizenship and to allow immigration judges to consider a person's veteran status before deporting them. The bottom line, it's not hard to come to the conclusion that something isn't right. And not only that, this country needs people willing to demonstrate their allegiance to the U.S. through service. That seems like a pathway to citizenship just about everybody should get behind.